Warriors Life Podcast 2021, episode 20. Um, Will Art Vandalay Evans here with Brad, Dr. Van Nostrand Larking, uh, coming at you on a leisurely Tuesday afternoon. Um, Brad's knocked off work early, interrupted my busy work day, just quietly. I'll be working till about seven, probably now. Um, but anyway, Brad, how are you, mate? I'm good, mate. And our two um, aliases, they've gone, that's gone right over my head. Educate me. Oh, Who's Art Vandalay? The, the, um, the perennial fake name used on Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, and Dr. Van Nostrand, the, uh, the Dr. Kramer pretends to be from time to time oh, they i watch seinfeld every single night and that does not ring a bell at all i've just uh, uh, vandalay surely <laughs> oh, no not oh, at man. all I've, I've heard it but i didn't know what sort of what it was a made of oh well, hmm. you, that's you disappointing that. isn't it you can yeah. look out for that from now on man um and yeah what we're what three or four days removed from a vital roller coaster 26 win over West Tigers. Um, geez, that was a it was a tough watch. I thought it I was, was rooted was by good, the 80 minutes. Yeah, I was rooted. Was, there was no way we were doing a post match pod after that. Ten minutes but, before full time, I had Tracy filling the bath of ice, mate. I needed <laughs> I needed to get on the old recon straight away. I was hammered. I yeah, what an out of a game. It was one of those games though that you again. I've said it before. You sort of knew you were going to win just once we could get that momentum swung the other way. I, I was sort of always comfortable in the fact that we had it, we, could, we were going to win, but oh, right, we've done it the hard way in the end. Yeah, well, two back-to-back Simbins and midway through the second half made it a little bit tricky. Uh, <laughs> somehow they scored back-to-back tries, I think it was during the second Simbinning, um, to, to get us back in the lead, and then we hung on despite a bit of a late scare. Yeah, wasn't yeah, that's right. And it wasn't long after that second Simbinning, that's when Imbai threw that forward pass, eh? Yep. Which then led to they gave him a piggyback penalty and then we went in and scored. That was definitely I I thought I was gonna look like a genius and I was halfway through texting it to you and then they got the penalty and it was all too it's like is he gonna mean the penalty or is he gonna mean the forward pass? So it just got a bit much. But yeah, I was I could have looked I could have looked good. Unlucky looked, man. Like, yeah. Oh well, you gotta get that um You've got to get that done straight away. Yeah, I'm so shit with tech. I'm there and it's that and I'm spelling that wrong and there's words missing. I've got to, I've got to spell check it four times before I let it go to you because you've studied English, so always make sure punctuation's correct and it's not – I'll put your instead of your. And, yeah. Oh, mate, I'll come down on you like a ton of bricks. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's why I stumble. So, obviously, biggest talking point of the game, Reese Walsh again. Five five games he's played, five times he's our biggest takeaway. And this was next level from the 18-year-old. Uh, pitched in at fullback late, reshuffled Rog, and while she came up trumps, three breathtaking tries, this uh, dazzling try just on half time, uh, five-star performance. But yeah, there's, there's some people trying to temper temper the um, enthusiasm over him, but I say, why why deprive yourself of um, getting excited about this budding superstar? He's, he's just a rare, rare talent. It is loose. I just can't stop thinking about what the Broncos were thinking, letting this kid go. Oh, mate. Like, what, he could have turned the season around just about. 
<laughs> what couldn't they see? He'd be he'd be close. Like I know there's whispers of him for Queensland at standoff already, but he'd be real close if he was at the Broncos to getting a call up for the Queensland. Yeah, I mean, he's got on form form wise. The only reason he wouldn't is because he's young and raw. But yeah, exactly. Man, the what he's doing things that some of those passes he threw on Friday night. There's not too many players in the game that can do that, and he's he's coming up from fullback to be their main playmaker and their main yeah. uh, tries weapon. Though all three of them were, were were just beautiful and coming on the back of not much. I mean, it's not like he was put into space out the back and then just no, you know draw and pass. He's done it himself. The first one cut out two guys to send uh, Montoya, and the second one, he, th- he just about got picked off like a minute earlier by Nofaluma, uh, or Talau maybe. Yeah, I think it was Talau. Um, and then, but went straight back there, his next opportunity floated it over for Roger, just made the adjustment. Another one. Great try, obviously, he's a great ball runner. Um, and then that around the kind of around the body cutout pass to seal the game. Yeah, that, that was, was loose. Yeah. Out of nothing. And on the previous play, I went back and watched the game, or the highlights again. On the previous play, just about put, I think it was Ben Murdoch Masilla over. He took the line on, then offloaded, and Murdoch Masilla uh, was just short. That was the previous play. And then he's jumped back up, takes the first receiver around the corner. I then, love that, uh, that yeah. try of his, like, Roger's done it, but I haven't seen a fullback sigh through line like that for the Warriors in a long time. Just absolutely punch it for a gap yeah. and gone. It makes yeah. it looks easy in the defence. There was a there was a gap there, but he just boosted straight through. Just about Scorpy himself diving over. Yeah, <laughs> done himself some mischief. But uh, it was spectacular and some great images out of it. Um, I think we like obviously we knew is this electric ball runner, super quick. Um, I don't think we anticipated. I think we hoped, didn't we? Well, we knew we, we knew that, but we didn't realise he was going to be this incredible ball player. That what's that? Seven trices in five games or six yeah. and five. Um, it's four times hotter than in Queensland Cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And they've all been, you know, really eye-catching trices. <laughs> I think the only one was, you know, a bit of a speculator bomb that um, that they scored from that wasn't, you know, super highlight highlight real stuff. Um, he's got some, still got some, you know, rough spots to iron out. He doesn't seem to get to the the ball at fullback. Uh, no, and as even well coming as some forward fullbacks. to a coming forward to a high ball, he's still a bit sketchy. The way he just commits every time, and it's sometimes a low percentage play where he's jumping from trying to get the yeah. ball. And so like a days ago for that that first try as well that the the Tigers score scored. Um, but then he put in that cover tackle. How was that hit? Or oh, it wasn't oh, a right, tackle, but like, just stopped the yeah. momentum anyway. Well, there was a couple help. when the Tigers were coming home with the wet sail. Yeah. He, he cut down uh, someone that had made a, a long break. And then, yeah, look, a uh, couple of oh, plays later, right. right right near the line in the corner, just put his body on the line and diffused a pretty dangerous scenario. It should have given the Tigers a couple more minutes than they had uh, to score an, another one. So... Yeah, just uh, I'm just. Oh, he's something like special, isn't he? Yeah. Eh? Something special about this kid. I mean, if if that was if that was say Thurston played exactly like that, yeah, 
people would be like that. That's why he's the greatest of all time. Like, you know, I know people are trying to say, oh, he's only five games in, you know, calm down a little bit. Oh, you know, Torhu had a great game. It's on the back of that. Well, if Thurston played like that, they wouldn't be saying, oh, but he'd be shit if Tamalolo wasn't there. So, what other players have had the effect on the results like he has in that five weeks? He's actually crazy. affecting the result for the Warriors. Mm. Like he's giving us a chance on those couple of losing games. And pretty much it was because if he wasn't playing on last Friday night, we wouldn't have won that game, I don't think. No, not with that slow start. I mean, nah. um, at just first they did, yeah, at first they, did, they were trying to work out who was doing what for the first sort of 30 minutes. They were sort of tripping over themselves. But I think they got adjusted in that second half. And even Cody had a pretty solid game in the second half as well. Yeah, well, Cody percent um, set Walsh through the gap for that try, uh, came up with a big play. I was actually quite impressed in the end with Cody. Uh, that play to to uh, put the kick through for Egan, that was probably the, the key mm. point of the match. It was beautiful when we were down to 12 behind, 12 minutes to go. We needed something was- big and he came up with it. Um, I feel like him and Chanel with, with Walsh out there, they're not. Uh, I think it was pretty critical of Chanel's first game back overplaying his hand um, against Manly when when we were chasing points and Walsh was carving up every time he touched it. I think the two of them are, you know, the, they know that Walsh can do something special. They're deferring to him a bit more. And the um, pressure's going to slowly come off those guys now too because everyone mm. was screaming at them, especially Cody, screaming at him, oh, he's got to do something, there's no flair, there's nothing going on. All of a sudden, he's got someone he can probably rely on as being the spark and Cody can nip around. I, I thought the balance in that yeah. second, even with Rog on the wing, he's going to start coming good. And Yeah, that's, that's going to be a work in progress and I think some games it may work better than others, but it, it maybe even either him starting at centre or at least you know, switching between the two roles because the way that he stood up Leilua and set up the try for Murchie, that was just beautiful centre play. Like, I think they should allow him to float around as he sees fit because... Yeah, I'd like him on the, in the centre and maybe Barry outside him. Mm. Barry would go well playing outside Rog on a wing and them two sort of swapping around a little. Other side still puzzles me. I still don't know what to do. Montoya, I'm not sold on Montoya. Oh, he's, I'm totally... He's, I'm, he's a yeah. good stopgap. But well, I mean, Pompey's he, not a centre. His, his lack of energy no. breaks me, man. They need. I think Pompey needs to shift out to the wing. He's too limited to be playing in the centres. Montoya, okay, he did well to score that first try. The second try, if there was any player in the game that doesn't score that, then they shouldn't be in first grade. All he had to do was catch it. Um, mm. In between that, the absolute in-goal <laughs> bungle of the century to give up a try, that is, you know unforgivable and we know he has that in him and then to bomb the try with Walsh on his inside just after that you know, oh like, that's right that, that's the same field, didn't it's he? The, if you bomb a try that's the same as either conceding a try or you know that is six points down the tube so he scored two he gave one up gifted one to them and bombed a try so his net result was zero points zero. for the weekend yeah. He scored a double, but didn't count for much as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, I think. So if we went Rog, Berry one side, Aiken, Pompey the other, I'd be quite happy with that. Yeah, I think I think they're our four best three quarters, assuming Walsh is going to stay at fullback. So we're recording this at about 
four something on a Tuesday afternoon. The teamless Tuesday announcement should come out while we're doing this, so we will update you during the preview. Not by accident either, eh? Uh, Not yeah, by accident. Yeah, <laughs> red hot planning there, mate. mate. Still getting good. Um, yeah, sorry, where were we? The three quarter yeah, line. Um, yeah, it's. I think it's still our, and we'll come to to uh, Peter Hicku's departure shortly. But and obviously he was out for the season anyway. But yeah, just it's great having the luxury of someone like Roger there. Um, now that we're sort of starting to trust that maybe. Our best balance is Walsh at fullback and leaving the halves as they are. Um, gonna have to, I know we're re-signing some outside backs, but I wouldn't mind purchasing one or two. Mm. Yeah, I said we'd come to it, all right? We haven't started. Oh, sorry, yeah. mate. Um, yeah, so hopefully we'll see Barry back uh, soon. You know, Edward Cossey had a couple of games. Wasn't overly impressed, to mm. be perfectly honest. No. Couldn't see anything um, different or new, anyway. No. Um, another weird one from the weekend was the the medals. Um, first of all, how how they um, that was crazy. But also the rotation was bizarre. So uh, Bunty was moved into the starting team. Uh, Twenty-one minute stint. Um, and then at the start, and then didn't come back. Evans wasn't used till well into the second half. Played eighteen, what was it, eighteen minutes? Uh, yeah, eighteen minutes in the second half. Um, Jermaine and Lisa, I think probably Lisa was our our best one by quite a margin. Um, Eleven carries, one hundred and twelve meters, but the, yeah, the rest of them, not a hell of a lot going on. Um, I looked into that at the end of the game. I think our four props, they played a total of a roughly 90-odd minutes. and then But the Tigers' four props combined played for 160 minutes. It's yeah, out we, of it. It's not even a full game, like just over a full game for one player. No, I mean, Kane Evans, two runs in those 18 minutes. Jermaine Townell brown had two runs in 27 minutes. I mean, geez, we just need to add him back. Add him oh, no. One more game, hopefully, to get through without him. Um, man, it's just going to make such a difference. We battled a little bit in, in that department. Yeah. Um, and if it wasn't for Tohu having an absolute monster game, um, he was great, wasn't he? 18 runs, 160 metres, 45 tackles, and some pretty big plays too. Great yeah. clean-up stuff. Um, your Jazz oh, was so good reliable. too. He's mannering now. He's our mannering. Yeah, totally. And, and uh, Jazz was good too. 12 runs, 121 metres. 26 tackles. The merch back for the first time since round seven. We've been calling for his inclusion. It was a bit like that Manly game. Had a, uh, a blinder of the first half. Backed up to score that great try. Decent numbers, but then he just started chucking it away and coughing it's, up crucial play of the balls. It's like when he gets yeah. gassed. That's when he starts. Like, I think yeah. I think they need to rotate him. It was definitely when he gets gassed. He gets lazy and yeah. Just make some silly little errors, but geez, he's pretty good running out that on that flag. Yeah, he's, he definitely brings a bit more than some of uh, the other guys that have been used in that spot this year. Uh, Ali Katoa finally returned 124 metres from 11 runs and 31 tackles. Um, just fell apart briefly for him through, uh, through the intercept pass uh, that led to Murdoch. Yeah, Silas that was unlucky. 
and then a pretty dumb lifting tackle. You don't see too many of the, those these days, and that was a bad one. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's uh, not going to miss a game, just got off with a fine. Uh, but, yeah, probably lucky, and um, lucky it didn't cost the Warriors because it came just as, as uh, Murdoch Masilla was coming back onto the field. Otherwise, a decent return from... No, I thought it was... Yeah, I thought it was a decent return. Happy to have him there. I think he's only going to improve with once their attack starts improving a little bit more as well. He's going to be a recipient of some quality ball in the next few weeks, I reckon. Um, Yeah, a few other stats. Chanel, 27 tackles. He was a bit light on an attack. Didn't have too many highlights there, but he's such a terrier in defence. One of Wade Egan's better ones, do you think? 55 tackles and no glaring... No glaring. The only glaring thing is how slow it. Like when he, mm. how, yeah, how, I'm not, yeah, I'm still not, not a fan. Yeah, no, yeah, I just thought it was better than he has been recently. Yeah, it has. He did. He was one better. actually. He was the one that called for Nikarima to kick that ball yeah. as well on one of the replays. See the angle, and he was pointing to the end goal. He's footy smart. He's just slow. Got n- just got nothing with the ball in hand. I think everything else is fine. Distribution and defence. But he's so he's two thirds the hooker I want. Yeah. Um, just again on Reese Walsh, can you obviously a, a warrior has never made an impact this kind of impact on um, in just five games. But I can hardly remember any player this uh, that has just electrified the rugby. Like it's weird seeing the rugby league world getting crazy about a Warriors player. Yeah, um, yeah. The, definitely the commentators then aren't calling their heels and telling everyone oh, to calm man. down and Innocent, just um, give them a bit of chance. Yeah, yeah they were Innocent. into it. Was it Matt Russell? Uh, was he the commentator? Front? Man, they just couldn't get enough of him. Nah. Um, and obviously neither can we. We're on the on the sort of higher well, side of of, um, of wrapping him. But yeah, and he'll have he'll have uh, tougher days than he's had so far. But. Man, yeah, I'm the, right. Uh, Even Johnson tweeted. What What was Johnson's oh, tweet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this kid's off his head. He's, yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, and I replied, and I see it look, uh, through with the TWL account, and I just, and I honestly meant it. I said it's the first time I've felt semi-okay about Johnson not being at the club anymore since he left, because now we do have someone that you can yeah. hang your head on, yeah. get excited about it, and, and want to see with the ball in their hands. Definitely. And far out, I'm happy to have Reese Walsh at the moment over Johnson. Yeah, Way well, yeah, yeah, on, on current form. Yeah. Uh, wish Shawnee all the best. But, uh, yeah, I think at the moment we're, we're pretty well placed. Um, yeah, there was one um, fairly prominent um, Twitter pest who I won't name, but... Uh, already what wants to take the air out of everyone's balloon by saying that um oh he'll leave he'll he'll <laughs> leave the club <laughs> like for god's sake he just finished carving up the tigers in oh. his fifth nrl game he's on a three-year contract well paid i'm sure they'll upgrade him and look after him imagine being a bloke with that type of outlook on life just yeah. always focusing on something down the track Jeez, it'd be hard getting through your day with that sort of... <laughs> Wouldn't it, though? Imagine being that miserable. I think it's just a contrarian attitude that almost, you know, they didn't come up with um, 
Reese Walsh being awesome, so they don't want anyone else to enjoy it. Mm. Um, yeah, just get on board. Get on, and if there'll be some ups and downs, there might be a couple of derailings, but. Man. Oh, they definitely will. He's I, a kid. He's going to make some cocker. Like Walker in the weekend, the the untouchable yeah. Walker at the Roosters. He had a pretty dud game the other night. Yeah, and there will be games like that for, yeah. for Walshie, but um, we'll be there to prop him up. Oh, the Broncos, Walker and Walsh. Imagine those two in their team this year. Yeah, you can say that it would be harder for them to have the same impact in a team that's not going so well, but, geez, I'll tell you what, they'd be going a hell of a lot better than they are with those two in there. Shit, yes. Um, Moving on, (laughs) what about my victory? (laughs) I know where this is going. In the chance of comp. It's been a long time coming. The bounce of the ball hasn't gone my way this season. I've been, I'd say, incredibly unlucky. Uh, but the cream rises to the top, and uh, took out, took out the, uh, took out the round. I'm just looking at it now. Um, drew with GI Joey, and I won the random draw. But yeah, so I did sign the book to, my, to myself, and then Brian from Chance said, "Well, you should probably send it to GI Joey." So I blew up. And, <laughs> Told him to get fucked at first, but then I called down and said, no, that's probably the right thing to do. Um, I said, G.I. Joey, well done on getting the same amount of points as me. Um, Was that a perfect and, score or one-off perfect? Uh, one-off, I think. What did you get yeah. wrong? Um, I think we both went, because oh, we both picked Aiken for our try score and he uh, didn't so get So did it. I. Yeah. I'm not sure what Joey G.I. Joey picked for that, That's, um, but yeah, that's that's the one that I missed. Otherwise, perfect round. You, Brad, you're just one point away. I know. So I got, I had Aiken as well, and then I just couldn't. As I watched the game, I couldn't believe that I didn't pick Reese Walsh. But then I also had Warriors thirteen and over. Yeah, see, I knew when you uh, went for that that it was. Oh, I know, and I remember you knowing. I remember you knowing. I should know. Yeah. So. So you finished in the end a dismal fourteen-way tie for third. Yeah, uh, along with the likes of uh, friend of the show, Brad from Brad's Ramblings. Um, but yeah, thanks for running for around the, the end. Well, we had 213, 231 entries. Um, oh, that's not a bad nudge. And the game will be firing up, should be available later tonight, I would imagine, after Teamless Tuesday is out. And a bit of a sneak preview. Um, the the pollers, Reese Walsh again, we can't get enough of them. Uh, by the end of 2021, which will be regarded as the best ever season by a Warriors rookie. Is it going to be Reese Walsh? Will we be saying best Warriors rookie ever? Who's he up against? Who are the, what other contenders Stacey are we Stacey Jones, 95. Oh. Sean Johnson, 2011. Um, Lance Ohio, 2002. Just edge for the Rookie of the Year award by Matt Utai. Conrad Hurrell, blockbusting. Oh, yeah. That Jones is going to be tough to beat. I don't want to sway anyone. That and Jones... uh, Solomon Akata, 15 tries in 2015. Bit of a dark horse there. I actually thought the uh, up until this season that, that Sean's was probably the most influential rookie year. I know Stacey was brilliant in 95, but... What uh, year was Johnson? 11. Was that, yeah, so he, was that, that Broncos year? Later. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. And he took yeah, us all the way to the grand final and... Yeah, That's but, right. Uh, no, I'm a, a, oh, he had some insane plays in that semis 
series, didn't he? Oh, well, just that season. Like, I mean, yeah. That play but against it's... Melbourne where he just tore them, just had them all standing there going, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. It's the, and, you know, big moments and big games. This is sort of highlight reel that Walsh has mm. put together. Um, and there'll be another poll on a favourite jersey. So the Eden Park, or the Eden Park jersey would steam home in the in the special strip poll last week. It only just got up um, over the flag and the Auckland jersey. I think the flag, the flag. Yeah, oh. was a little bit ugly if you ask me. I know it's a bit tell of you what. If, if anyone if anyone sends in any fashion tips. From that chances lot, I ain't taking nothing off them. If they think that getting around in a flag, bloody tea towel. Um, and the Wellington one, which I thought would get a lot of support, was uh, yeah, it was well behind. So this week it's going to be a poll on uh, some of the best home jerseys. Picked out five of the OG ninety five ninety six one, uh, the the New Zealand Warriors first one that we went to the grand final in. Um, the 2012 to 14 one, pretty smart strip. The black and grey one from 2003 to 05. Oh, that's um, the one I like. And the current one, which is uh, which is pretty pretty sharp too. Throwback. So yeah, that'd be pretty interesting. I think you know everyone has a strong affinity with the original one. I'd probably go the. I really like the uh, 0102 New Zealand Warriors one. Maybe yeah. it's that grand final element, but. I'm partial to. Is that the black and grey? Uh, no, that was kind of mostly black, and it had a bit of red through the. Uh, I'll have to. I'll jump on tonight, and I'll find out. Yeah, uh, but yeah, look out <laughs> for the chancer, the chancer uh, uh, quiz, and get on board again. We're loving you. Everyone's enthusiasm for it. So um, might just might be another book this week for the prize. I'm going to go one better. I'm going one better this week. You're What's the prize of Bok? Well, you've already got one, so if there's a tie, it's going to go the other person. Just letting you know. And ah. In case, in case you want to, in case you want to, um, you know, save your best effort for a, a week when there's a better or a, a yeah, tie. maybe I do that. Maybe I do that for the grand final week. They'll be putting up. <laughs> are they still going to do that Hyundai for the <laughs> main? Yeah. The, at the end, they're still I putting up so. that. Yeah. yeah, I think um, Brian's been running some raffles behind the scenes just to... Yeah, so like Bunnings yeah. cooking snags. Or it could be, it might be his, uh, otherwise he'll just, um, he's going to put up whatever car he's he's running around um, and, and catch the bus for a while. <laughs> Good on you, Brian. Um, where are we up to, mate? Who knows, man? Um, give me a second. I think we're about to talk about Peter Hicku. He's uh, played his last game for the Warriors. How do you feel? A little bit gutted, but not broken, completely broken. We weren't doing him this year. I reckon they were probably only out for him one year next year anyway. And he's been a bit part the last wee while with injuries. Yeah. Was, yeah I, I thought he was going to be a key player for them this year, and it was just such a good balance with Aitken coming in and, and our pretty straight up and down uh, three quarter line players, he's yeah. the point of difference, <clears throat> and he just hasn't hasn't uh, hasn't got going yet. No, and, yeah, it's a shame he's and, gone. Yeah, and I thought like still had a few years in the tank. Old Toddy P has uh, snapped him up for the yeah. Cowboys. Goodbye for them. 
Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him stick around. I mean, unless we've got a few, um, you know, recruitment targets in that area, because to be honest, that's my biggest area of concern moving forward, centres and wingers. I know we've got people, oh, we've got Pompey and Aiken and, you know, Big Ken's still all right and, you know, Barry's uh, coming through. Well, if if you really put those group of players up against pretty much every half-decent team in the NRL, and even some shit ones, uh, we're a long way behind in that department as far as, you know, genuine rep talent. This is Pompey's third season, isn't it? Had a couple of games at first year, had a few last year. And he's, what's he doing to win us games? Or yeah, he's I mean, just he's solid. There. He's, he's solid. just there. He's a solid. You want him to be like your third best player in your three quarter line. I don't, don't see a massive. I know we're probably down on him a bit because he's had a couple of poor games. He was dreadful against Parramatta. But even um, his good games aren't. Yeah, like he'll score a, a strapping try, but and he's, you know, Greg Alexander will um, salivate over his over those uh, big thighs of his, but, you know, he's, he's not a match winner. And I'd we don't, like don't have a match the, I'd like him to be what Montoya is now. Decent cover when we're a little yeah. bit thin. Yeah, or, or like, a, you know, the third or fourth best player in our three-quarter line that's yeah. there most weeks. Yeah, have him um, on one week solid, have an absolute firebrand on the other wing, and then Barry in another centre. Far out. Roger's a yeah. good centre. Roger... A shame he's going. All of a sudden, it's a real shame he's going because next next <laughs> yeah. year, for a couple more purchases, with the, what Walsh is up to and the halves and what we're locking in, two more purchases and we could be a solid contender next year. Well, yeah, I think in the backs particularly, but um, see if it's going to be a Walsh fullback and and Nicarima Chanel in the halves. You know, we're going to be a little bit worse. Even with Walsh's ongoing development, we're going to be a bit worse. Yeah. Because Roger's not there. Like, I mean, Roger's been doing some pretty awesome stuff from uh, wing slash centre. Um, who's going to be, you know, still making, well, we made, still made 272 metres the other day. Got the first try from in our own half, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. First well, that was a wild stat. That's and it's been a bit of a bugbear of mine for a couple of years because um, when Johnson left, he was responsible for so many of the tries that started outside the forty, and those just disappeared over the last couple of years. I didn't actually pay too much attention until they mentioned it, but yeah, first try from outside our half. So you know, good teams are scoring. You look at what a team like Manly is doing through, you know, yeah. Vojovic and that they're scoring a lot of tries from long range um, yeah we're going to need something another buy I don't see anyone you know in our ranks that is going to improve enough to no. not warrant going to market for a winger or a centre you've got to think when it's a player like, like, like Pompey who would buy Pompey in the competition what sort of team would chase a Pompey um, I think it'd be in demand, but not as like a oh yeah. But from who, like a center. Titans or a, a yeah, Tigers Titans or a maybe a, even a Parramatta as a yeah, you know, right as a next one. Yeah, he'd fit all right at Parramatta actually, wouldn't he? That's what he yeah, needs to be surrounded with that type of yeah. quality. Mm. Yeah, he's not he's not your 
number one centre. And I would definitely like to see a bit more from Aitken. He's been solid, makes some good metres. He doesn't... Uh, yeah, he's doing too much any... hard work at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. like I haven't seen him in, with, it, with too much decent ball yet. Um, yeah, then another thing I wanted to touch on with you, Brad, Matt Dufty on the outer at the Dragons. Yeah, I know there's... It's a prickly one shopping for a fullback because that means that Walsh has to play in the halves and and obviously Nicaragua or Chanel are kind of shunted to somewhere where they don't want to play, but would you be eyeing off Dufty as an option? I wouldn't want to pay over what he's going to get. You'd have to pay him. Mm. I, I probably would. He'd be an epic winger. He'd be I reckon he'd be a loose little winger. He'd be a Corey Thompson type, what he was playing earlier this yeah, season. Yeah, I yeah. Um, I, I probably would have a nudge, but you're right. It, it's We've already got a fullback. That's the okay. only downside. We need... I was eyeing up... One player I was eyeing up over the weekend, and you probably get him for a good rate. And it, it's just one of the... He's not great. I don't think this guy's great, but I think he'd be a good boy. It would be that Nick Meaney from the Dogs. Oh, yeah. For the yeah, Warriors. I'm a fan of him. He's going to get pushed out with Addo Carr and all those outside backs coming. He's yeah, going to be well, on the out. Yeah, should be picking off. Uh, yeah, they've got Addo Carr and do they have someone else coming in as well? Oh, you got Cot Track, Addo Carr. Who's the other one? They've already got Dallin and Will Hopawati. I'm sure. If they picked well, up got, another, another yeah, guy. He's down the order to that Corey Allen as well. Yeah, so see, what has happened to Corey Allen? Is he out injured? or Must be injured. Must be injured. Played. Oh, other Bulldogs. Yeah, I can't work out who else they've signed right offhand, but there's a few of them. He's going to be struggling to get a starting spot, and he's not going to get that much interest from around the comp, I don't think. Poor bugger. Um, yeah, well, hopefully we can have a wee look around and, and pick up someone. At least give us some options. No, we don't want to go into 2022. Uh, with do you know what I want to do? I've been thinking about this. I want to do next week as a special. I reckon we come up with the team... Our 13, we would not want as a yeah. team. It would come up the worst, what we think, not the worst <laughs> team, but you'd just be like, oh, you couldn't get behind. <laughs> I cannot get behind that 13. So let's do that next week. The team, send in too. Send in the team yeah. you just couldn't get behind. Who would ruin it for you? Well, we are coming up to the buy, bit of a break in proceedings. Fonzie oh, um, yeah. is floating a bit of a uh, crossover pod and is, is specifically requested you to be involved maybe yeah, to impress fonz. Oh, on with me. Forward. it makes me nervous <laughs> feeling arthur i've never i've never spoken to Arthur before but um oh that sounds fun that sounds fun maybe uh, we could come up yeah so that might be a good uh, fun little game to play with the fonts god i'm just going to be sitting in the corner of that one while two smart people with proper league knowledge duke it out and i'll just be there every i think we'll just i think we'll just let him do um his normal pod and we'll chime in. We'll just get on the with piss. Smart Alec comments every now and again. Sweet. Oh, um, okay. Well, that that uh, that's all I've got for player movement and recruitment news, Brad. But I did want to touch on some sad news in the rugby league world. Bob Fulton uh, dying at the age of 74. Um, bit of a battle with cancer. Um, and yeah, I. I honestly can't remember an outpouring of emotion in rugby league quite like what we've seen over the last couple of days. Like, you know, he's a massive figure in the game, one of the all-time great players, one of the all-time great coaches, but 
yeah, just to see how. Yeah, he broke some people. That yeah. news broke some people in the weekend. Eh? He obviously, Alec, Brandy Alexander, when it came on before that Rabbits game, I think, was it before the Rabbits game? He was stunned and broken, the poor bugger. And then Spud Carroll later on come on. Yeah. And he was pretty torn up, as well as Paul Kent. He obviously, like, it's a pretty broad, different. You couldn't get three different more people than those yeah. three. And they were all mates. I never had much to do with him. Did you ever have. Um, I did. With the man? Well, I had one one personal um, anecdote, and it is honestly a career highlight. Um, I feel very fortunate, and I was actually a little bit, you know, I got a little bit teary hearing that he'd passed away because my one dealing with him meant a hell of a lot to me. So it happened. It was too. I, I, honestly, I'd be would have been too scared to request an interview with him because he's he had this reputation as quite you know, quite a acerbic kind of cutting kind of guy, even though he's a good bloke and, and just this massive figure. Like, you know, it's like a interviewing a Wayne Bennett or a, a Jack yeah. Gibson when he was alive, like, you know, just larger than life and, and kind of terrifying to talk to. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I never even considered it. Um, it was grand final week 2019, and um, I got a an email from... Uh, Maria, the big league editor, saying, oh, um, just got a message from Bob Fulton. He's trying to get in touch with you. And I was like, oh, God, what have <laughs> what? I what have I written? What have I written? Immediately went to that, what what the hell have I written about Bob Fulton or something that's pissed him off? He's going to absolutely spray the <laughs> shit out of me. There's no other explanation for him wanting to talk to me. Bob what, Fulton what hates my guts. And I fretted over it for a couple of hours, and I... Thought back and then, and then it um, it twigged that in, in my I used to do the top eight column for Big League before Big League shut down, um, like a historical list listicle type thing. Um, and a few weeks earlier, I'd done one where it vaguely um, I can't, it was about selections, I think, and I and I you know and it was about like odd selections or something like that maybe and. It was one of his teams and could be considered slightly disparaging, although in hindsight it wasn't. But mm. my mindset then, I was like, okay, oh, man, I've, I've pissed them off. I've said this. He's going to ring me up and give me an absolute, an absolute face-melting spray. So anyway, in the end, I had so his email and I said, uh, hi, Bob. Maria said you're trying to catch up with me. Uh, here's my number. And I sat, sat around shitting myself all day. <laughs> Had a couple of beers. I was actually at the pub when he. I was down in Cromwell. I was at the pub when he called. Yeah, g'day, well, mate. Uh, look, I just wanted to ring up and say how much I've loved the top eight column over the last few years. It's just brilliant. I love all this history stuff. I, I, where do you get all your information from? It's so good to see this sort of, uh, you know, coverage and respect for the past and blah blah blah. And I couldn't believe it. I was, I was just absolutely. Sick. You know, someone like that to say something about the work that you're doing um, was was pretty bloody cool. And, and especially when I was and I actually said, oh, Bob, I thought you were ringing up to uh, to give me a massive spray for something I'd written. He's like, oh, no, nah, mate, that's water off a duck's back. Uh, and yeah, I had a good yarn to him and he uh, about a few um, a few things about um, about uh you know, a mortal sort of qualification and that sort of thing. And, yeah, I was just blown away. It was, it was, it was just a massive. That would have been loose. Yeah, oh, it was so cool. 
I loved it. And out of it. So imagine that. Imagine so if he was still alive, you could probably bump into him somewhere, and he'd happily have a beer with you because yeah, you gain yeah. the respect of Bob Fulton. Well so done. That um, yeah, just a bit of a regret that I did never get to meet him in person, but. I bet you made um, a mess yeah. of yourself at that Cromwell pisser after that phone call. <laughs> Shouted everyone around. <laughs> Bloody Bob Fulton pointing at your phone. <laughs> and I'm in Cromwell, so they're like, Bob who? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but if, yeah. Yeah, so my one little brush with immortality, if you will. Um, Brad. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So RIP Bob Fulton, one of the all-time... Yeah. One of the just absolute legends of the game. There probably isn't anyone that's had a bigger impact on rugby league for the you know, the if you take in the scope of his playing career and his and his coaching career, media career. Just to incredible. be selected one of those first four so mm. soon after his career yeah. ended. Yeah. He had to be that's when I didn't know too much about him. I only the only thing I remember of him is as that manly coach. Early nineties, was it manly coach? Yeah, took over that's, from Graham Lowe in ninety three. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's he all also I remember. had another stint and won another premiership before that, but in yeah, ten years as Australian coach. But so yeah, same for me when I was you know, that was about the same time, um, first getting into league and he was this kind of gruff um you know, huge figure, like a gold kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and as a coach, but then, you know, you learn about his playing career as well. And, and, and yeah, now you see what he meant to so many players. Like he obviously yeah. had a huge impact on uh, being an Australian coach for so long. So many of the best players uh, to play the game. So, yeah, have, RIP have, Bozo. Have you ever, when you thought it was him going to be ringing to give you an absolute serve, have you been served by anyone? Have you ever had that phone call after any of your writing? Um, not from anyone that matters, no. <laughs> whoa, whoa, shots fired. Oh, I've been, shots I've, been, fired. I've been sprayed by plenty of punters, but uh, no, not not from a, not from not, yeah, yeah, okay, and I've, yeah. I've been given one um, almighty one from a certain media manager too, but no, not not from. Um, not from a player or coach or anything like yeah, that. Anyone significant that you yeah that you're going to lose sleep over? No. Um, yeah. So yeah, could talk all day about Bob Fulton and you know coming so hot on the heels of Tommy Radonikas as well. That's always mm. sad when you lose players or people of that stature in the game. But it's been pretty heartwarming to see all the the tributes flow from. Oh my, yeah, yeah there's, I loved that episode last night actually on 360. Um, got a couple of shout outs as well before we get into some other stuff. Um, Ken Mace, he's he's been a long time listener of the podcast. Um, I think he's been there pretty much since since day dot for the podcast. Always, poor bastard. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not sure what's going wrong in his life that he <laughs> that he needs to, um, you know, listen to this so religiously, but Ken, we appreciate the support, mate. He's got a birthday coming up next Tuesday, just in case we don't do another one before then. Um, happy birthday, pal. Really appreciate your support. Um, we got a number? Have... What age is this kid? Uh, <laughs> what, I don't know. What are you, Kenny? Know, Ken, yeah, Ken, uh, reply to the reply on on, um, on Twitter. What, how old are you, mate? Yeah, um, let us know. Oh, I'll have a goodie, mate. Have a goodie. Yeah. Have a beauty. Hopefully, you're basking in bye week with a win. Um, yeah. You have a cracking birthday next Tuesday. Um, 
Now, Anton Poser has also replied. He is some sort of relation to Peter Poser. Peter is, he, yeah. is this serious? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, quite earnest about it. Um, never met him or anything. Um, we might have to ring that dude off missing pieces. <laughs> Get them back together. Well, I don't know if he's still alive. Um, oh, is he not? <laughs> what was Peter Poser's hit? What was it? Um... Oh, he did tell because Anton actually used it as his ringtone for a while, he said. Um, <laughs> awesome. Oh, I'll get on. I'll Spotify. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, good to have that, that itch scratched because it, um, it was bothering me whether he actually was... Um, whether he was related or not. And uh, we shout out here t- to um, Annie. I think she's a long-time follower of, of this warrior's life on um, Facebook and whatnot. But she's been steered into the podcast over the weekend. This may be her first listen. She's over there in the UK. Um, and Is she an expat? Yeah, I think so. Um, and she is frothing for some podcast content. Um People She's come was, to the wrong place. Yeah, I know. Well, someone, uh, old, uh, our mate uh, Domo MC, she's she's uh, she's jumped on us, Di Henwood, where to find his his podcast, what uh, the Mad Monday one. That, oh that yeah, 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 yeah. And old Domo's replied said, um, "Here's a couple more to keep you topped up." Fonzie's Warriors, obviously. Yeah, and uh, this Warriors life, I. I went out of my way to say that we don't endorse the podcast. <laughs> Listen at your own risk. Thank you. Sweet. But Anton, Anton's given us the, the seal of approval, so she, she, this could well, be It's on him. It's not our fault. It's his yeah, yeah. He's the one that's going to wear it. Yeah. So any abuse should be directed towards those guys. Um, but, yeah, hope you enjoy the, your possible one and only listen. Um, Brad, have we, we've, re, um, we've brought back... Which warrior would you for yeah, the week? You did pose it. You did send me a question at about ten to eight this morning. Um, touching on it, what's this, what's today's subject, Sunshine? Uh, which warrior would you or wouldn't you want your daughter, hypothetical daughter, to uh, bring home to meet you? Out of fear, straight away, and it's not out of fear. I'd hate her to bring home and. Aiden Vanu and Black, because <laughs> I know there's nothing I can do. He's he's got her. He owns her now. It's his property, and what am I going to do about it? So just out of fear, not him. Well, well I wouldn't want any um, anyone that I'm going to feel intimidated by. So that rules out most of. It's ninety percent of them, isn't it? Bunty, Leeson. I, like I don't want to feel like a shrinking violet in front of this potential son-in-law. Maybe no, the no. physio could come. Maybe the physio. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, I was first, you know, obviously we've we've uh, got a massive crush on Reese Walsh, and he's just such a beautiful kid, and and would would oh man, it'd be a great son-in-law. But then I thought, and treating very carefully here, but he is an eighteen-year-old dad as well. I'm not sure whether I'm ready for that just now to be no. a granddad. No. So so I've I've drawn a line through him for now. Because that must that meant he must have been a seventeen year old participant. Well eighteen year old like doing the math. 
Oh, but that, and nothing. Yeah, you got to tread carefully. Yeah, there's oh, nothing no, against it. Yeah. Shit happens. Jeez, I'm not saying it was you know unplanned or anything like that. And he's, he's he, yeah, it's a beautiful little scene. Yeah, it's pretty rad. There. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so you wouldn't want Reese Walsh? Not now. I, no, not Wade Egan. No, nah. Do not, <laughs> not bring him Wade. in my house. You <laughs> get the. Just you can imagine him coming. I don't know. You're not waiting. And who I would? I tell you who I I sent. Cosy replied to me about this. Actually, I'm just fine there. Hypothetically, there's no way in hell that my hypothetical daughter is coming home with Kane Evans, especially if (laughs) especially if Dylan Narp is in the area. But she can rock up home with Tohu any time. I think Tohu's the kind of bloke that doesn't let anyone down and wouldn't break her heart. And would sit on the couch drinking mulled wine with me, listening to my t- poor team advice and analysis on the Warriors. And he'd be too nice of a guy to tell me that I'm a Dero and you know nothing about fifth tackle kick pressure. Uh, Tohu would humour you, wouldn't he? He would, yeah. He would just quietly take it. Yeah, I'd probably Tohu would be the one. He would be a gentleman. Yeah. Rog, Rog would be a bloody nice guy. Uh, yeah, Rog. Well, I mean, he pretty much default wins any of these comps. But he's, how bearable do you reckon he is? Like, you got uh, your daughter's boyfriends. You got to he's got to be able to have a beer with them. Mm. And I don't, I don't know if Rosh is ve- Roger is Roger. Is he too clean? Is he too clean cut? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Because He'd be there eating granola bars and drinking out of one of those premixed gym things rather than cracking a, a stubby. Yeah, I guess if you really want a really tight, almost father son like bond, maybe Roger's not quite yet. Quite yeah. Oh, he'd look um, after your princess, but Tohu would be. He'd be a he'd have a beer on a deck with you in your scuffs and socks. I'd um I'd give I'd give um Jermaine Tanoa Brown a shot maybe. His, the green light, would you? Well, I'd I'd like to meet him, spend a bit of time with him first. But his hip hop yeah. background, a bit of common ground there. Um, I don't know. He just seems like a, a good bloke. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm just going through the. I'm going through the team in my head. I'm trying to think of. I think Curran would be a hug. Oh no, nah, no, nah, I wouldn't want. No, nah, it's a bit rough around the edges. <laughs> he is. He is, and he'd have some sacked out falcon, big mullet. Um, yeah, you know, I, as much as I love Jazz Tavanga, almost feel like he would. Um, he's too alpha for me. As a son-in-law, yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't. Yeah, he wouldn't hesitate in smacking you over. You pissed him off, eh? Would yep. not hesitate. Uh, so who is it? So the top. So top four. It is Rog Tohu. Who else is in? Jermaine. I've got Jermaine. Jermaine. He's my. Rog. Oh, Chanel. Chanel. Yeah, Chanel would be. Chanel? Yeah, he would be. Yeah, you're right. Chanel would be. That would be amazing. I feel like having a daughter now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cracking, bro. I wonder if Ted's keen on a bit of a change. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really like being a boy, Ted? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but the, who, who I would, the wouldn'ts would be, it's Kane Evans, Egan. Who else, wouldn't you? Oh, Racy. Well, well, she. Well, she. Just because I'm not ready, like you said, I'm not ready to be a granddad yet. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a few there. It's not many I would. There's a lot. Ben, uh, there's also a problem be like we're, 
you're 40, I'm 41, I'm on the verge of 40. I don't want anyone that already seems older than you. To me, Ben Murdoch Masilla <laughs> seems like he's he's like more mature <laughs> and older than me. <laughs> yeah, he does. He <laughs> I don't want to be asking him for life advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Glenn, showing me how to cha- sharpen my chainsaw. Uh, yeah, uh, um, yeah. Ben was another one that wouldn't, but that's it's out of like the at a Fenua Blake. With all due respect, ben, all that, of that's out of just our lack of being a male. We're we're pretty we're weak. Enough. We're uh, not we're not much enough to be uh, their father in law. We just hang around the verges of manhood. <laughs> Just flag our way through it, eh? So, um, yeah, any um, any veneer of, of um, you know, what people may have thought of us held us up in some sort of esteem for some reason. It's completely out the window. It's like the mask. Brad Larkin says, we are barely men. <laughs> well, I've been dropping hints. I can't barbecue. <laughs> Singlets fall off my shoulders. People should be getting the idea that I'm absolutely disgusting version of a male. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I'm going to need to spend a bit of time with you after this podcast to pump your tyres up a bit, mate. You can't put down on yourself. Um, just in comparison though like I, yeah but now i'm pretty weak <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, let's, oh, let's get off this now yeah let's just get back to what we do well i wouldn't say what we do best but what we do usually um and well actually is, is the team out here we blathered on long enough yes we have blathered oh, no, on we got? long enough hot off or, the press this is kind of exciting doing this somewhat live so we've got reese walsh named at fullback first time he's actually been named in the number one jersey um no changes three-quarter line montoya pompey aiken two of us a sheik nakarima and harris tavita in the halves is this totally unchanged jermaine tanoa brown kane evans in the front row with wade egan murchie starting in the second row Elias Katoa Tohu at uh, lock and a bench of Tavanga, Lisa Armel, Bunty Fire, Ben Murdoch Masilla. So we are totally unchanged, but Rocco Berry is in the extended reserves. We may see a late change there, hopefully, with old Marcelo dropping out. That would be my preference. Uh, yeah. The other extended, uh, other players on the extended bench, Sean O'Sullivan, Jackson Frey, getting a call up there. I feel sorry for Sean O'Sullivan all of a sudden, eh? He yeah. is deep down the pecking order just from one person yeah. arriving. Yeah. And uh, the other one who's been in the mix for a wee bit, Taniela Otakulo, who was extended the young hooker for a couple of years. So that's... Uh, so he's on the extended bench as well. Yeah, he's been in there for a few few times now. Um, yeah. I wouldn't he's mind seeing him knocking on the door. Up. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him get around, particularly... You know, if there's a bit of an injury and a bench spot opens up, maybe get that. Especially, well, especially now that we've got Walsh starting at, at fullback, yeah. there's not that option to push Cody in. And, Is yeah. it bad? If Egan went down, would he get a run? I reckon we would see him come into the 17 for sure. Yeah. Maybe with a Jazz or, um, starting. <laughs> yeah. Because um, that's the only person that's going to get injured for him to get a run, isn't it? I, I guess if so. If Jazz yeah. goes down, I don't think you're going to see him come yeah, onto the bench. Or... Possibly, I, I, unless you know, they, they might give him a run. I'm not sure, you know, how vers- 
versatile Otakolo is if he's like be good if he was like a Havili type where he's, yeah. Yeah. he's a specialist hooker but he can he's you know robust really? enough to fill in in the back row or something Corsair or that what was it the one who was the stabbing stabby dude at Manasi uh, Finu, yeah. Yeah. Um, so someone like a Finu would be sweet, less stabby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I like Bunty off the bench too. I don't, I don't like Bunty starting. I think he has more punch off the bench rather than there from day dot. Remains to be seen if there is that switch late again. That's what happened last week. Evans moved back to the bench. Um, yeah, we're just treading water in that department to uh, until Adam Fanel Blake comes back. Yeah, oh well, that's our team. Support yeah. him. Um, now we'll touch on that game against the Cowboys on Friday night very shortly. But the first game is what is the first game? I don't know. Um, Broncos Storm, uh, Broncos. Coming off that starting yeah. upset, upset of the year, put away the Roosters, 34-16. Um, I don't know if it was worth getting too excited about for the Broncos, ah, but it was obviously... Terrible yeah. rabbits turn out. Uh, Roosters, even. But, oh, um, Roosters, sorry. Yeah, 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 it was, you know, to put 34 points on. I know they had the two Bradley sim binnings, but they took advantage of it. There was some... Pretty impressive performers in there. Albert Kelly making a fine return to the NRL. What's he up to? Why do you have the Greco-Roman wrestling history? <laughs> yeah. What was that about? I think, it was ta- I think it was tape, but it did look like, yeah, like the old school. Piece, had a yeah. whole plastic cover on one ear. Yeah. Um, it. It's like he's off to water polo there. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it was almost like a, 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 the Super League Exiles um, with David Mead uh, carving up. Hat trick. Did he get a hat trick? Yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't read it. The storm would do them. Yeah, the storm. How did the storm go last week? Uh, storm beat the Raiders. Yeah, like, came from behind and yeah. beat them easily. So I'd, I'd say the well, the Broncos have an atrocious record against the Storm. There's no way they're winning this game. No, not at all. I won't be watching that one either. Yes, Thursday night, 10 o'clock, it's a tough one. Um, and us. Yeah, we kick off Friday night proceedings. And first, second time in, second time in a month we play the Cowboys, but we're heading out to Townsville. We've only won two of our last 11 up there. We did win the last one, 2018. We haven't been out there for a few years. Um, how do you see this one shaking out? Are you afraid of the Cowboys at all? I mean, they come back. It was 24-20 after we blitzed them in the first half and they gave us a massive scare. I'm not as confident. It's a different situation we come across them this time round as opposed to just two or whatever, four weeks ago. They were they were struggling, but they, they strung together a couple of all right performances. Yeah. Who did they flog? Did they flog Newcastle? Uh, beat Newcastle last Thursday. So and we're neck and neck yeah. on the table there. Um. Don't scare me much in attack. There's no, not they, much there. Yeah. They, tore, they tore us apart on our right side. It was Tulangi and, and Drinkwater just absolutely carving, but that was against Berry and Cossie. So obviously be a different combination out there. As it stands now, it will be um, Roger and Aiken. Oh, that's so, a lot so that's that's our lot more solid. Yeah. yeah, so um, that threat, well, although... 
Tuolangi is coming off another hat-trick. Uh, last week against the Knights and Drinkwater was man the match. So, yeah, they do have a few threats there. Holmes is running into a bit of form. I see this being similar to the Tigers game, to be honest. Yeah, we know that we have it. We just need to be patient and yeah. get there and then wait for Put them, them to... Yeah. Um, the, yeah. The bit of a concern, uh, the middle forwards, uh, we're just really struggling for any impact with our prop rotation there. Yeah. Relying on Tohu and, and Jazz a lot. We uh, were really strong in that first half against the Cowboys a few weeks ago in that department. Won the middle and then kind of evened out and the Cowboys come charging back um, with Taumalolo a few games back into his return. Did he get suspended in the end? Oh, he did actually. He's out. So that's yeah. huge. That's a huge oh, thought... boost for the Warriors. Um, yeah, so Taumalolo's out. And there's another one out too. On sus- Wasn't another one going to get suspended as well? Um, yeah, oh, here we go. Round 11 charges. I think there was a couple out. Fido's a chance to play on this week, though, isn't he? I see. He's yeah, got but I wouldn't head. be too worried about him. Uh, you know, coming back off a long way. Off. Oh, we're, we're going to miss out on uh, taking old Lockie Burr on. Oh, is it Lockie Burr? That's right. Although he, yeah, he's out for one match. Jeez, he got sus- he got binned again. I think I thought he was very unlucky again, but he's got <laughs> he's been uh, rubbed out for a week for this one. Um, and, yeah, I know you brushed past it. We brushed past it. Oh no, we are we no, we'll still talk about it. Um, yeah, so Tamalolo's gone, so that's fine. I think it's going to be another awkwardly horrible watch, though. Yeah, like the Tigers game. We yeah, it'd be good to see us um, really put a team to the sword. We haven't we really done them, it yeah. this year, but I don't really see it happen, happening until we get Adam Fanil Blake back. No. Um, but it would just be such a good game to win. It would, you know, four six after those um, after Magic Round. These shaped as real must win. Go into the bye would have a six six record. Probably be around that sort of seventh eighth, tied for six. Um, and the bye, and then hopefully for Noah Blake coming back, it would just be and then a, a relatively a very nice position. Yeah, decent and a nice yeah. position to be in. Uh, really hope we get this one. Be deflating to go into two, you know, two weeks until meeting the storm. Yeah, which is a very difficult to win game under any circumstances. Yeah, yeah. So a big one, a, a, a you know, a crucial juncture of the season. The Cowboys will be viewing it as one as well. They're in basically the same position. Yeah, got a bit of momentum as we do after last week's win, but yeah. Nah, yeah. I I think we'll do them, but it's going to be. Under ten points, I um, yeah, I just not comfortable about this game really. Just because I know how important it is, yeah, when it's important, and you know it's a yeah. should win, and the points and a buy, and you look at the storm straight after that. It's like, yeah, we need a bit of confidence. Yeah, crucial oh. crucial games aren't the Warriors' forte. No, no, uh, not. particularly for winning well, winning games well. I think that's um, why I'm gun shy. Yeah, so we'll just go up there, and the two points is the main thing. But obviously, we've got Walshy, he's at fullback. Maybe they'll got a few plans to nullify him a bit, but uh, gives it gives you a lot of confidence that we can put a, a fair few points on with yeah. him on the field yeah. for eighty minutes. Yeah, that's the beauty. Now, all of a sudden, you know, there's points. There's a lot of points in this team. And a team lot was, of points. 
and he was hard to handle for the Cowboys last time, particularly in that first half. Uh, yeah, he had a, do you have a couple of tries assists and yeah, I think he did. That's right. Touch, a couple of line breaks. Yeah, that's right. So uh, yeah, feeling good about it, and I'm, I reckon a 10, 10 point win, yeah. eight to ten points, be yeah. looking pretty good. Yeah. They're not a great. They're not a. They're not a good team. The Cowboys. No, they're not. They're no. not. Uh, they're and they are a team that we should be putting away. Um, Second game. Yeah. What do we got? What do we? Tigers. Dragons. Ooh, crucial one. This one. <laughs> the Tigers. Is. Yeah. Uh, I hope the top... Tigers get up for this. Well, it'll be good for us. So Tigers are what three and three and eight now. Just about. Uh, Closing the door on them, and yeah, they, they're not a finals team. I'm not no, saying no, quite no. saying we are right now, um, but Tigers definitely aren't. And yeah, but I can see them knocking over the Dragons. The Dragons lost to the Sharks by a point last week. The, the Sharks have been really battling. Um, yeah, the Dragons on the slide. Lose. Yeah, I'm convinced that they that that little streak was a flash in the pan. They win four in a row, and I think they've only won once since. Well, I was looking at it the other day, the form. I think the Dragons' form at the moment is the same as the Bulldogs. In their last five games, have won one of their last five. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, yeah. No, I don't mind the Tigers here. They're obviously still definitely a bottom-half team, but they've been scoring a few points of late. Um Dragons with a couple of outs. I think that Paul Vaughan is out for them this week. Oh, suspended. Um, yeah, a, a welter of suspensions this week, so it's really shaking things up. Uh, yeah, I'll back the Tigers in here. Yeah, same. Oh, this is this, this next game. This is scary. I feel oh, I almost man. feel sorry for these boys already. Bloody the Panthers! A dollar oh one. A dollar oh one. The Panthers to beat the the Bulldogs. I did see the Bulldogs listed as twenty-one dollar outsiders. I've never seen that in a in a um, NRL game before. I <laughs> know oh, that's loose. That what what I what I hope it doesn't happen. I hope the dogs have a great game this week and keep it around that fifty-point mark. But this could be <laughs> this could be seventy, eighty. All going wow. to script. All going to script. I either want them to the the dogs to give them a real run for their money, or I'll be have on my record, record score. Yeah, I'll have my record books out because I love that. What is the record? Sort of what is the biggest hiding? Uh, the biggest victory of all time, uh, St. George. It was actually against Canterbury. Uh, yep. So the, the two biggest wins of all time were, within, I think, in, within a week of each other during Canterbury's debut season, 1935. Um, forget which way round it went, but uh, 91 to 6, the Dragons hammered them by, and then 87 7. Uh, the eastern suburbs. How much was a try by? worth back then? Only three points. <laughs> yeah, it could have been so much worse. I <laughs> know. Oh, yeah, both both uh, games would have been over a hundred hundred points against them um, in modern day scoring. Uh, don't know if we're going to quite see that challenged. I don't. Yeah, but I mean, geez, if, if the Panthers turn up and the Bulldogs don't, I actually saw a few signs from the Bulldogs against the Titans that that they're not. Um, you know, the, they're not yeah. the worst team in the NRL era, quite. Oh, not, not in the NRL like, era, no. Not, but they not are. as bad as the 99 Magpies, but The problem is, the Pan- they're one of the worst, but the Panthers are damn near, 
damn near the best team going around in NRL, period. Yeah. Oh, they're at the other end of the spectrum. Teams. Yeah, if they're in a mood and they want to put on a giant score and they want to think, you know, if they think, man, we could really, you know, put our names in the in the history books forever, it yeah. could get ugly if, if uh, things don't go the Bulldogs' way. But, yeah, it wasn't uh, sure. totally unimpressed with them last week. And I really like Luke Thompson, the... The British, uh, yeah, same. Man, he puts up some he big fits, numbers. He fits there. So, one another person that I think would fit into that, you know, the old historical dogs of war type team. The Elliot Whitehead would be another one to slide straight into that dogs fullback. I reckon. The, you mean from the Raiders, or you're talking about yeah, Adam from Matt? the Raiders? Oh, from the Raiders, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. think he would. I just keep looking yeah, at him, going, "You should be a bulldog. You look like a bulldog player." Um. Imagine any time try score is not going to be worth anything on this, eh? <laughs> Everyone will be at about a dollar ten. If I have like a bench prop, we're paying a dollar fifteen. <laughs> Load up. Oh. Um, yeah, obviously Panthers the t- the uh, second game on Saturday. South Sydney and the Eels, two teams suddenly under a bit of pressure after big losses last week. Although Souths their second uh, time conceding 50 points in three weeks. They were terrible. Oh, they were. They looked like spooners. And they were shithouse. Yeah. And Bennett's, Bennett's been the only one seeing some of this coming, eh, over yeah, the last he, few weeks. He's, he's been, been seeing that. this happening, yeah. Um, they were shit. Parramatta, who did they get beaten? They got a bit Manly. of an upset. Manly. Um, it was a Manly game were on fire. It was, oh, they were brilliant, Manly. It was a better game than... Um, the scoreline looked, but Manly thoroughly outplayed them in the end. They just, yeah, they just couldn't put points on. I think the Eels, the Eels will roll them. Yeah, yeah. Rabbits are favourites here on sport on really? this Aussie website. Yeah, Sportsbet and Aussie have got them at dollar seventy seven, and the Eels at two hundred five. What's the tab in New Zealand doing? Um, well, we'll defer the tab odds, you know, given yeah. the support of uh, this warrior's life and. <laughs> Sorry. So, but, but no, go and give those uh, Aussie bookies a plug, man. It's fun. Uh, <laughs> I'm just reading. I'm not <laughs> thinking. I'm just reading. $1.76, the Rabbitohs are favourites. Yeah, I'd, I'd like the Eels as $2.03 yeah, outsiders sure, here. Shit. I'll be having a little nudge at that. Um, but good game. This one, as long as they both turn up with the intensity that they need to turn things around. Parramatta have been great. Last week was a bit of an anomaly, really. It was only a week after dismantling us. That, yeah, our Parramatta uh, are a good team, are better than the Rabbits. It yeah. must be, is it Indigenous round or something, is it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, they're all popping up with, obviously, the place yeah. names and Aboriginal names. Yeah. Now, they, we won't be wearing our jersey because there's a bit of a clash with the Cowboys one. Oh, uh, is that right? So we'll be wearing it in round 13 after the bye against the Storm. The uh, was it the great something or other barbecue? Dragon is playing at Central Coast Stadium. How good would that be? The what but is? A, oh, Dragon. Dra- yeah, bit of April Sun in Cuba, but uh, am I getting mixed up with Hello Sailor? No, no April Sun in Cuba. Yeah. Are you old enough? Yeah, Just a little bit creepy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. A dragon. I'm, I'm, what I'm hoping is the Warriors get a bit of a following at that Central Coast. Mm. String a few wins, start entertaining people, and dragging some Aussies off their yeah. couches in that town to the game. I want them to gain. What awesome legacy it would be if, um, like, 
because we have been to Central Coast a, a bit, teams, I think the Roosters and Manly have taken us there for away games. Imagine yeah. if they did that, and because we had that sort of following right. there, uh, residual following for coming seasons. Because, you know, it's a, it's a big part of the club's history now. Two full seasons, Central yeah. Coast Stadium is our home ground. It will always hold a little... I'd like to see a Warriors game there one day. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a rad ground. Um, Sorry, so yeah, we're getting we back to uh, yeah. what are we? Yeah, well, both Roosters. of us tipping the eels. Um, yeah, Roosters Raiders. This is another big one. Raiders in all sorts. Slipped to eleventh on the ladder. Four seven. Um, I'm, I'm barely hearing, hearing from Tally. I, has he just gone I, to I ground? I might be. I think he might have gone bush, maybe. Um, yeah, no, it's it's done to get. Like, I mean, if they, and they're playing the Roosters, if they go into the bye with a 4-8 record, you're starting to, you know, then they have to basically go 8-4 in the second half of the season. That's it's tough to do. It's starting to look like the start of the Broncos slide. That's what it's yeah. looking. Even with a quality team still, there was, it's, just, um, it's just not going right. There was, um, yeah, they, they started well against the Storm. And it just kind of fell apart. And 34-10, they went down the end. They have had a tough draw. I mean, the they have. played the Panthers. This is, is this their second game against the Roosters? They've played the Storm at least. If they played them twice? I don't know. It just seems like they've had big games constantly. Um, played the Mighty Warriors already. Um, I don't know. I feel like a turnaround's coming. But I guess for our sake, we want to see them keep losing and you know, be one of the teams that... Yeah, I know, but looking at this, I'm picking them for a win against the Roosters this weekend wow. for some dumb reason. Oh, Radley's out. Um, yeah. Geez, this they... new game doesn't suit Victor Radley, does it? He's going <laughs> to have to... couldn't believe it. Poor oh, bastard. <laughs> he looked like old Captain Blood from St. George Dragons in the 1950s. Billy Wilson had been <laughs> reincarnated and thrown and, like, quantum leaped into this <laughs> into that game. He just couldn't understand what the hell was happening. <laughs> yeah, he was a long way away. I, he's one of my favourite... Oh, he is my favourite player to watch, too. Yeah. It's a shame he's going to get his game stymied a little bit for a while. He he... out of Origins debut as well, yeah. unfortunately. Um Victor the Inflector won't be there. Yeah, huge game, a lot of intrigue in this one, and hugely important for both. Um, the you know the Bruce's if they lose another one, they sort of. I mean, everyone. I'm looking at the ladder here. Manly could draw level with them this weekend, and and Dragons times Warriors or the Cowboys could come within two points. They're dragged back to that mid-table kind of scenario. And if the um, Rabbits lose as well, they're going to be. Yeah, they're sort of hitting that way with Bruce and Raiders. Yeah, if they lose, and man, it's they're looking like a needing a Parramatta 2009 type rally, and they don't have a 2009 Jared Hayne in their ranks at the moment. I mean, Whiten's yeah, and Whiten's not just not producing what he has. I knew he'd never make it at five eight. Yeah, no <laughs> shit house. We Terrible. said it from day one. Yeah, no. Uh, no, and, and yeah, with no chance, I think they're really missing him, his uh, big body at fullback. And but even with his, if his retu- if he returned, he's not the type of player that can carry a team no. into the season either. He's just that he's Mister Reliable and Solid. Yeah, and every- yeah, it's not going to drag you out of a four, four eight slump, that's for sure. Um, no. Yeah, just not not clicking for them. 
But, you know, a win going into the bye changes everything. 5-7's not looking too bad after the run they've had. And yeah. yeah. It's a huge game for both clubs. They are looking forward to that one. Sunday, Sharks-Titans. Sharks-Titans, you get... Yeah. yeah bad for what's it, the four, four o'clock game, our favourite favorite time slot. Uh, Titans, eight, they're just ahead of us. Same record, just slightly better for and against. So I guess we'll be sharing, cheering on um, Shawnee and cheering. the Sharks. Yeah, that no, I can't do that, though. I need a draw. I need a draw. It's the only outcome that will satisfy me. Draw after 10 minutes of golden point, please. Okay. Um, the Titans are still still pretty good to watch. Brimson and the like, um, still not convinced, though. I think, yeah. I'll be happy with a freak weather occurrence as well. Just call this game off. <laughs> Play it at a later date on a night. This is... Oh, this man. Oh, I'm not I'll be riding the Sharks. I'll be riding the Sharks. Harness is just a great, great possible lattice swing here. Sharks aren't going to be good enough to threaten and make a run for the eight, but they're capable of knocking off the Titans, which would just be a valuable two points miss for them. Right. I'll, ch- I'll watch it for us on our behalf. You watch it for us. I'm going to save my energy for the next game. Uh, Night Seagulls. Yeah, I want to see the not. I'm on Manly, and the kids are on Manly as well. Jeez, I described to them. I gave them the story. The, there's that best rugby. Me and you notice our banners getting around the mm-hmm. grounds. We've always been. We've always had yarns about yeah. different banners we've seen, and they run the best one. We hate you too. Yeah, yeah. Or Manly hates you too. So. I told Teddy the whole story about how everyone hates Manly, and he's into it, and he's quite a Manly supporter now. Awesome. He's, he's, he's grown up him. to be uh, just like his old man, quite the contrarian. Yeah, yeah. Well, he got a couple of Manly. We got we got a mate in Aussie, and he had, he just brought a bin load of rugby league gear. He got me. A, what did he got? Tracy got saying got me a Knights training top, which is. <laughs> Out did, of, tear, did you tear that up for rags immediately? <laughs> it's in the cupboard. It's in the cupboard. I put it on. It's like a medium. So you got that. And then Tracy got a rooster singlet. And the two boys got a manly jersey. So they've sort of been following because of yeah, that. It's nice. their first jersey or second jersey because they had Warriors jersey. But Otis refuses to wear a Warriors jersey because he hates the Warriors. He'll, whoa, whoa, whoa. Every team. Every year. This is the battle I have with this little maggot. Every time the Warriors play. I'll sit on the couch and he'll he'll ask me who's the other team. And I'll go, oh, that's uh, that's the Gold Coast Titans. And he goes, I want the Gold Coast Titans to win. Oh, Just man. knowing, yeah, it's gonna it's come brutal. to blows. Yeah, it's gonna come yeah. to blows. You're just waiting for it till he gets old enough to actually challenge him to a fair fight, don't you? <laughs> exactly, out in the lawn, <laughs> out in the lawn, Shirts fair off. knuckle fight, me and Odie. You you hold the whistle, Tim. <laughs> But um, they were into it, so yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm loving geez, what they were great to watch last week. Tommy Turbo, he's steaming up. Can we just talk about Dally M ladder? Turbo's only played half a dozen games, he's already third. Is uh, he? Rogers, uh, Rogers hanging in there in second. He got another two points. I thought he was lucky to get the two. <laughs> he got the two ahead of Toru. Uh, Toru should have got two, I thought. Um, and while she obviously got three, um, Roger, I don't think he's going to get enough points playing wing slash centre to challenge Cleary, but Turbo is just can't... If, if Manly keep winning, I just don't see how Turbo doesn't get three points every week. Exactly. He's, that's what I was about to say. If they win, it's because of him and he gets three points every single time. Mm. Um, but but he's deserved every single 
three-point yeah. uh, bag of votes he's got. But he's just been unbelievable. He was sensational again. But some of their other players, Ruben Garrick had the game of his life. He was yeah. crazy. Um, Sean who's Kempe, the centre? Parker? Oh, That's yeah. Sean Kempe. I'm liking him. Yeah, he uh, stood up to Nathan Brown, the, the most unlikable grub going around. He smashed him twice in the same set, and Brown tried to chase after him both times. And after just getting owned, um, it was great to watch. Um, Parker, old um, Hank, uh, oh, Hank, Hank Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> Hank Scorpio. It's gold. It's amazing how much he looked like him. Schuster, that Schuster's oh, insane. Schuster playing at 5'8", it was uh, quite an emotional thing. I didn't really pick on it, pick up on it before the game, but he's playing 5'8", Bobby Fulton's position at Manly, so it's yeah, quite special. It's like a good Jim Dimmitt. But he's huge too. It's almost yeah. like... Was too big for five out, but he's so silky. Yeah, um, <laughs> you said that creepy then. Yeah. So silky. Um, yeah, there's just so much to like about this team all of a sudden. And yeah. uh, and old Cliff Curtis out of the other center, he's uh, yeah, making a Uncle Bully, he was into it in the weekend. Um, yeah, and I just just got to admire the way, and they were tough. The other, you know, that was it was finals type atmosphere out there at Bankwest. Parramatta on fire um, lately, and they came away with a big, big win in a high-quality game. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I think that's my second favourite team. Yeah, I think they're my second team this year. The problem is um, the problem is the, um, that, you know, we might be competing with them for a final spot or yeah. playing in the first week of the finals. But, yeah, happy to see them keep winning when they're playing such attractive footy. Shout-out to... Cam Hall, a good mate of mine, um, Eagles and Warriors supporter. I still can't nail him down to who he wants to win if the Warriors are, um, are playing manly. He's, he's got a, a firm, passionate foot in both camps. But is he? What's it going? What's what's going to happen if we're yeah, there during the final? Shove. Um, but no, he's, he's loving the work of both teams at the moment. Sweet. It, and um, he says he likes the podcast, but I think it's... They all it's say that your, to yeah. us. They're not yeah. going to say I hate it. I got, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. That, yeah. Oh, well. um, that's another one done. Another one in the bag. We just fizzed out at the end there. Yeah, and yeah. we'll do our little sign-off and get ready to run and... Well, I was, I was thinking about um, coming up with a, a different sign-off each week. Um, oh, yeah. But... You know, drawing on popular culture. So just let me troll this one, and then we'll we'll fade to black. Um, that was this Warriors podcast. No, these were those. This. Let me start again. Those were our people today. This was this Warriors Live podcast tonight.